Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding at the cruise. We navigate the latest boating news and information on this very frigid Saturday. I mean, it is like, uh, you know, the entire United States seems like it's under a, you know, a, a blizzard warning or something. It's ridiculous. It's way too cold. Even in Florida, where we're based out of, we're having like freeze warnings. Uh, tonight. Yeah, we're having ice flows on the St. John's River. Oh, really? Are you? Yeah. So you're <laughs> having to dodge icebergs, Mike. Well, is water, that the deal? water freezes at 55 degrees in Florida. Everybody knows that. Okay. It's science. Well, okay. That's uh, <laughs> I, I, iceberg I dead ahead, Captain. That's right. Yeah. No, that's just somebody dumped their cooler in oh. the St. John's River again, Mike. I'm that's king all of the world. Don't ice ice cubes. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it is uh, a bit on the chilly side uh, today. So I figured, you know, we have to talk a little bit about the weather. Don't we, Patrick? Being boaters, you got to be aware of what's going on. And when you get, uh, especially, you know, in Florida, we're not used to getting these frigid temperatures. Uh, should you take some special precautions to protect your vessel out on the water uh, today or tonight? Do you need to do no. anything special? Nothing? No. Nothing at all. Everything situation normal. Situation normal. If you have if you have any freezing your cooling system. Yeah, I can't believe that's correct. That doesn't seem right. That seems very wrong to me. But I mean, I, I mean what about you, Mike? Are you doing anything to avoid those ice flows? <laughs> yeah, just staying in the marina. It's uh, it's pretty windy also. So right. Um, no, I mean, you don't have to do anything because, you know, even if the, the weather gets down into the, you know, it, it, the 20s, we're in a house, you might be worried about freezing pipes and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, the water is still relatively warm. So the, the, the water, yeah, the water, is actually the water, the water acts as an insulator mm-hmm. um, for boats that are in the water. So the, right. the, the, the body of water that the boats are sitting in is not going to drop as quickly as the ambient air temperature okay but if you have your boat out of the water i mean do you need uh maybe take some special precautions to make okay. so, certain that, nothing that, freezes that, in the lines or that, anything or no now now you get into at what temperature does water freeze and how long does it take it to freeze it's got to be a prolonged period of time for that water to solidify yeah so if you were in an area and your boat was out of the water and you were concerned you would, if you have a water system on board, you would drain the water system complete, which means every device makes sure that water's run out. Then you're going to put in a product such as Freeze Ban, which is a potable um, uh, antifreeze, if you will, uh, into the system. And again, you want to run your water pressure system, open up every device, not just to where the liquid comes out of the spout, but it gets into the drain systems as well down mm-hmm. in the, the shower sump pump boxes, down to the bilge pumps, things like that. So it has made its way into every crook and 
cranny, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And if you're concerned about um, the your engine block, and if you have if it's one that you uh, maybe it's not a, like the new Volvo Penta's got the easy drain system, which is just <laughs> the best thing ever because uh, it's it's literally one valve that you pull a pin on and twist and it drains the block. Wow. Uh, if, if you, yeah, yeah, they unveiled that, uh, quite a few years ago. It's, it's, it's uh, super awesome. Even for the, uh, closed cooling systems, uh, they, they're all set up with easy drain because oh. closed cooling, you've got the internal block. You still have the external passages, the, the, the raw water pump, uh, those hoses, things like that. Mm-hmm. So it drains all that with one twist of a knob. Uh, mm-hmm. amazing. Uh, but if you were if you had some concerns there, find an appropriate heater that is designed for engine rooms and boats. Do not do the old "I'm going to take a safety light light bulb deal and stick it down in the bilge of my 22 foot you know bow rider that's sitting on the side of my house." That's not smart because those products aren't ignition protected. Fumes could still gather, um, and you could wind up. Uh, in a bad situation. Barry, what so, say you? Well, I was going to say is most light bulbs nowadays are LEDs. They don't put out enough heat to heat up anything anyhow. Not not talking. Not, well, you've got Well, that, you're talking but, about the old incandescent bulbs, right? Well, I'm not just talking about, yeah, I'm talking about the heat that those put off, but also talking about the electrical device as a whole that you're putting in the engine room, you know, with True. an extension yeah. cord and plug in. That is not ignition protected. So... Is that is that prone? I'm not talking about the heat from the the ball being put off, or that it, it creates enough heat to to warm the engine room. It's more don't do it because the electrical device that you're using isn't designed to be put in a closed space like that that may have gas vapors present. So if you're going to do it, find a device that is specific for a boat engine room. They are out there. Um, you know, people do what they're going to do. Right. Yep. Now, let's say Barry's boat, the surprise, 17-foot Triumph. He's uh, an outboard. He's got nothing to worry about. Okay. Even if it was uh, out on the driveway, if he had, uh, you know, some water lines in there, or do you have anything like that you'd be concerned with at all, Barry? If, if it was outside no. your garage? No. The, the only you, thing you wouldn't want to be- cover it up like a plant to keep the frozen iguanas from falling into it and stuff out of the trees? Well, if I, if I catch frozen iguanas, I'm going to dispose of them properly. Oh, how are you going to do in that? Because I, you know they no, that, you can't do that. To your house and put them in your backyard. You can't do that. They're they're freezing in South Florida in the trees and falling out of the trees. And then yeah. as soon as it warms up, the sun comes out. Uh, they reanimate. It's alive. No, 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 no. <laughs> you put them, you put them in the cooler with some ice, and then you bring them up to Greg's house and you drop them off in the backyard when he's sleeping. Uh, <laughs> why you? Yeah, I, I, it's a thing though, isn't it? I mean, yes, but, but you're not concerned about any liquids in your outboard. There's no, nothing you no, gotta deal no. with There's in that regard. The only thing that's the only chemicals that are in my outboard are oils. Yeah, uh, lower okay. lower drive oil and uh, the oil for the uh, cylinders. And, and of course, if it was outside, you did get a hard freeze. It makes scraping up uh, Greg's last spewing much easier. <laughs> <laughs> it comes off in you sheets. Just, that's you right. Chip it, you chip it off. Yeah. True chunks. I think chunks. Is the, mm-hmm. yes, it is proper term. But, uh, okay, so other than the freezing iguanas, that'd be the only reason to maybe cover up your vessel if it was outside in South Florida over the weekend here. Uh, there's really well, no with all the concern. wind, we've had, a lot of, we've had a lot of leaves and debris blowing around. Yeah. So, okay. No, not leaves. 
Please, not in my yeah. boat. Yeah. Yeah, Close you don't want the that. Schools. As soon as they get inside there, they're just going to rot. There's no way you're going to get them. There's so many nooks and crannies, as you call it, down in that bilge that uh, you just got to wait for them to rot and turn mm-hmm. into bush. Right. Okay. So if your uh, boat is in the water, you're good. If it's out of the water, just use some common sense. Maybe cover it up to keep the frozen iguanas from falling into your vessel, <laughs> along with the uh, leaves and that kind of thing. And uh, you should be okay. Any other considerations uh, for this cold weather that we should take into account other than just stay warm, uh, Patrick? Well, I've or? got a question. I've, I've okay, got a question Mike, for go ahead. How, what? How what? do you prepare iguana? What's the how best do? way to prepare them? Um, there oh, are boy. people down here that eat them. Uh, it's the, a, it's a tail the thing. islands. They eat a tail. Uh, the tail they iguana, don't they? Don't they? No, nah, there's not enough tail on there. Well, uh, I don't know. I got a feeling they roast them up just like chicken. Yeah, they probably <laughs> taste like them. Uh, uh, they they may, too. or more like gator. I don't yeah. know. Gator I don't, tail's great. I don't know what the rules are on these iguanas because they're like evasive species. So is it like open season? If you have one, you you're can do allowed. Whatever you want? Well, you're allowed to hunt them, and you have to put them down. Uh, what do they say? Um, humanely, humanely, um, mm. because for a while when people got the green light to go ahead and hunt them down, you saw them out there with their rifles and stuff shooting them and. And uh, Tallahassee said, hmm, maybe that's not a great idea, have yeah. people with rifles going out and shooting iguanas. Well, there's that. Well, why not? It's pretty much what they've got now. Yeah. I mean, well, when they legalized it. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I don't know. But it, with air rifles but, but it really is true that they are freezing and uh, then oh, yeah. re- they reanimate. They come back to life. It's freaky. Well. <laughs> I, I've seen dead. this. They're just they, they hibernate. They fall asleep. And well, they, they look. They, they're stiff as a board. You thought they're frozen stiff. You think like they're totally you know gone. And then uh, the sun comes out, and you like people are throwing them out by the garbage. And they just <laughs> reanimate. <laughs> hey, what the? Hey, heck? Well, if only that happened with humans as well. Oh, wait a minute. It does. <laughs> they're cryologically. What are they? Cryologically. Cryogenic. Yeah. They're yeah. Preserved. Yeah. Cryogenically preserved which by by the way there was a news story you could have your head frozen for about eighty thousand dollars greg hmm. i did that you did mike did that already <laughs> okay that head frozen. all right that, that explains a lot <laughs> <laughs> i mean mike has an excuse now i don't know what it says for the rest of the crew mm-hmm. uh you know they can do your whole body for 200k do your yeah. head for eighty thousand in hopes of uh that's a lot of money. Back. Why don't you just go outside overnight here in Florida or anywhere else in the U.S. And you can do it for, you know, pretty much free. Just go out there naked. You'll be cryogenically preserved. Naked. At least for a weekend. All right. More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK seven resin to their exclusive power claw latches nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market the company has been around for over 15 years but it's new to the u.s so we've made a small number of nano cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scuba radio.com go there now and check out nanook 
the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast we now return to night boat the crime solving boat faster night boat we gotta catch those starfish poachers you don't have to yell michael i'm all around you Oh, no, the headed for land. We'll never catch him now. Incorrect. Look, a canal. Oh, night boat, go! Oh, every week there's a canal. Or an inlet. Or a fjord. Quiet! I will not hear another word against the boat. I was young, I was dry, but to sail I would go. One hour on the water, I was soaked down below. Though I tried, I couldn't hide from my mother's piercing view. But all she would say was, a big boy like you. Wet before, wet before, wet behind, wet behind. We're the members of the Wet Pants Club. Get a little pissed Wet before, wet before, wet behind, wet behind. We're the members. You better do something about that, uh, because if you've been listening to the world of boating, uh, you could wake up and your drawers could be frozen solid uh, first thing in the morning if you didn't dry them out there after sitting on your boat and getting a little uh, damp down there by your nether regions. All right, uh, I am Greg, your first mate, (laughs) Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, Barry the Boater, rounding out the crew. And we're sharing a few tips on how to navigate the cold weather gripping the country this week. Or maybe we've covered it enough. Other than yeah. you know, uh, just hunker down if you if it's way too cold. If you're up, you know, if you're out north, all the lakes and everything are frozen anyway. So you've already done that, I guess. But it's this is kind of a novel thing for us Florida boaters, Mike. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, winterizing a boat for me is making sure the cooler is full and there's food on board. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> It's not far from a hurricane party (laughs) when we get these uh, rare freezes like this. But what else do we got to navigate today, Patrick? What's on the list? Anything? Maybe nothing. Hello, hello, Patrick. Come in, Patrick. (laughs) Earth, Patrick is frozen. (laughs) He's frozen (laughs) solid. How's how's that? Yeah. Well, it's worse because you switched your mic again. But I guess we can hear you, so that's better than nothing. All right, how's but, that? Okay, that's better. Now, so okay. what else do we got to navigate, Patrick? What's going on? 
Uh, so we're not going to talk about the thing that Barry was talking about pre-show that you asked us to talk about. So um, we'll move in. <laughs> Which is what? Will you please uh, share with you the rest of the class? You had to say something. <laughs> well, had well to. because I'm just pointing out that, that, that how ridiculous it is that we have pre-show conversations and Greg is like, wait, talk about that during the show. Let's open with that. All and right. we did absolutely nothing but talk about the thing that Barry and I were talking about that you asked us to hold off on. And then you're like, what else do we have? You know, I think that just calls for a little uh, break here. Hold on. So we finally came right out and said it, yeah. What kind of place is this? That didn't take long. You okay, Patrick? We see it online. Patrick! Would you say that he's been wasting our time? Yeah, I think it's uh, pretty obvious. Now you have your own song uh, for that. That was really loud. So that's good. So now, you're, I, you're so welcome. now I understand. Now I understand completely. So Barry and I were having a conversation pre-show. Mm-hmm. You asked us to hold up. We'll talk about it in the first segment. We'll lead off with it. We didn't because your Machiavellian plan was to get me riled up to where you could play this new song that you've been itching to debut for the last year and a half. Good okay, job. We see it online. Patrick! Would you say that he's been wasting our time? This trophy for you! Captain Patrick's pissed again. Patrick! I think he's pissed again. Patrick! Uh huh. Yep. Okay. He's pissed again. I think we get the idea. Uh-huh. Right. I think he's pissed All right. again. I think you got it right there, Patrick. Uh-huh. I'll give you that much. You're welcome. <laughs> Took him 15 years to come up with a dig at me. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> Barry loves he, it. He, he must have had nothing to do this week. Yeah. Well, you know, it was it was cold outside. <laughs> it was cold outside. It's cold in your heart. <laughs> anyway, um, so if that doesn't uh, belabor the fact that we should just move okay. on. Uh, what, it. Yeah, what what else do we have to cover today, Patrick? Okay, so we know we've got uh, the upcoming Miami International Boat Show. Congratulations, Barry, on getting your media credentials. You Woo-hoo! are now a recognized member of a nationally syndicated, world-renowned, highly respected, until Greg played that song, um, radio show. So, uh, good job. Do you want me to and play it again, really? No, no, oh, no, oh, okay, no, okay. No, no, Just no, checking. No. Just checking. And <laughs> we've got uh, boat shows across the country are actually kicking off as well. Not as big as Miami International Boat Show, of course, Mm -hmm. and the weather not certainly uh, as nice. Um, But um, there was a boat show here in Florida that was scheduled for March 11th through 14th. And if you know anything about boat shows, you know they don't get scheduled at the last minute unless you live up in Jacksonville where Rusty is because if it's just a slow day or it's a Sunday when the Jaguars are playing in town, they're going to have a boat show. Okay. Uh, so the 2022 Punta Gorda boat show has been canceled. Huh. Anybody want to guess why? Hmm. Now I'm not asking you to guess. I'm asking first, would you like to guess why? And if the preponderance is like, no, we don't want to guess. Just tell us. I'll tell you. But if you want to guess, take a shot. Let's go with the I'll ladder. Guess. We only got so I'll much guess, time. No, 
Yeah. There's no ladders involved with this story, Greg. No, I was already on the ladder today. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, the space that the event was to take place, the boat show, was sold. Oh, well, that created an issue. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to say it burned down. <laughs> no, but you would, you would think that, okay, we're locked in. We got this contract. We're good to go. Hey, by the way, we sold the venue. All contracts are canceled. I'd be a little upset. I would say that's uh, grounds for a lawsuit. Uh, something you would think. Yeah. Uh, so they're uh, trying to create a new event and festival site in Punta Gorda. And if you're familiar with Punta Gorda, um, space is kind of at a premium, as it is in most places uh, in Florida, especially when you're closer to the water. So uh, it looks like 2022 is off the calendar, and they'll have to defer to the 2023, uh, where they will not have any boats to have on display because manufacturers can't make them fast enough. So you're really not missing anything. Okay. But yeah, they, they, they sold the event space right out from under them. And then said, oh, by the way, can't have your boat show. Hmm. And for the record, Punta Gorda means fat eater. I failed Spanish. I'm just saying. That was my best guess. Nothing, really nothing at all. You guys have no, you're not going to question my uh, translation. Okay. Just going to let that one hang out there, Greg. Yeah. Fine. That's fine. Well, there's other cities that have names like uh, Boca Raton. You know what that means, right? Uh, Mouth of the Rat. No, what what does it mean, Mike? Mouth of the Rat. Mouth of of the Rat. Mouth of the Rat? Really? Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay, see? We're we're a plethora of uh, Spanish translations today. Fat Eater. Punta Gorda. That's just a guess. And uh, we'll go with it. More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Mike the Ra- uh, Mike the Mariner rounded out the crew uh, down there by the mouth of the rat uh, in Boca. No, he's actually in Sanford. Yeah, uh, Punta Gorda is um, Fat is Point. Fat Point. Eater. Eater. Fat Point or Fat Tip. Okay. All right. I don't know. I think my translation was better. So, And I went to Spanish school in college. You went to Spanish school? I went to Spanish <laughs> school in college. Flunked out in, after two in years. Es- in, in Espanol. <laughs> yeah. See, Greg? Yeah. Anyway, um, okay, so they, they, they're they not going to have a Punta Gorda boat show uh, in 2022, but it is uh, rescheduled well, for 23, uh, unless they can come uh, up with another event to fill the hole. Is that what you're saying? Unless they Pat? sell the uh, parking lot for the Kmart, mm-hmm. um, it, it'll it'll take place. I'm sure somewhere, um, you would think with all the pop-up events that you would just kind of, you could like just have like a pop-up boat show. Wouldn't that be cool? Well, yeah, just, like, like a, a bunch a, of dealers get like together. Like a flash mob boat show. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're just going to have a flash show this weekend. Okay. There is right. there is a, a lot of floating docks over at the Miami Marine Stadium. They could probably ship up there now. Mm, don't think that's going to work out too well for those Put it on the folks. Peace River. Yeah, okay. Um, I mean, you know, if you just do an impromptu convoy through some kind of chain, who's who's going to stop them? 
you know? It could be the biggest uh, float up ever. Just started as a, like a social Wrapped media shout out. Hey, yeah, we're going to have a mm-hmm. boat show. Come on out. Mm-hmm. The next thing you know, you got thousands of boaters. You just got to come up with a cause. It'll like trigger them. You know what I mean? Easy. Free beer. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Harry, <laughs> the boater comes through. That's all you got to do. Get on, uh, yeah. get on social media. Offer up free beer. For any boater that joins our boat show, right? And if you want to know who would stop this uh, boat convoy, that would be the one and only Sheriff Lyle Wallace. Why? Not a big fan of free beer? You you have no sense of, of Hollywood history, Greg. Oh, boy. What, are you just making some uh, obscure Hollywood movie reference? Is that what you were doing It's not there? obscure. Everybody knows the movie what, Dukes of Haller, uh, Dukes of Hazzard? What, what is it? I don't know. Yeah. Convoy. Con- convoy. Oh, Convoy. Yeah, no, that's not That's not a uh, obscure movie reference. Not at all. More coming up on World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Captain, you'll be my scallywags. I don't know what that means, but you will be them. And here's how we play. Thank you for your attention and welcome aboard. Let's go. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, Mike the Mariner, rounded out the crew. All right, so uh, boat show season is underway. We got the Miami Boat Show February 15th. I know this only because it's uh, they start this the day after Valentine's Day, pretty much every Every year, it seems like it's like does that, that. Does that does that coincide with the Super Bowl this year? Um, I don't know. Does it? I don't. I That's thought that was earlier. Question. I thought the no. Super Bowl was earlier than. It's not the same week as the boat show, is it? No. Nah, yeah, that would be a. Well, be, it could be. I guess it could be. Yeah, it could be because it's out in L.A. this year, February thirteenth. Right. So the Sunday before. Okay. Well, there you go. Then it's not. No, so at least it, don't it, is, that, it is when everybody's conflict. setting up the show. Yeah, but you can listen to it or watch it on your phone while you're, you know. Yeah, that's what employers want to have you doing, Greg, when you're supposed to be working, setting up the boat show is watching the Super Bowl on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. And then during the show, you know, people are looking at all the cool boats and then they notice like, gosh, this one seems to be sinking. Why is this one lower than the other ones? Oh, that was Patrick. He was watching the Super Bowl during setup. And look at that. He forgot to close the hole in the bilge pump and... Whoa! Wait, wait, wait! I forgot to I forgot to do what? You <laughs> got, got it to, almost right, almost. Yeah. Right. Well, he had a Did hole. Say I forgot to close a hole and yeah, close a yeah, hole. Yeah, yeah, close the drain plug. Do you, do you just say random words and hope they? <laughs> yeah, yeah hole and boat. You know, you know. It's, Transom bow uh, starboard. Uh, okay. Anyway, moving on. It's like a dual overhead valve with a boom cutter. Exactly. Right. See, Mike speaks my language. And it's not even Spanish. How about that? It's amazing you can tie your shoes. Okay. That's all. <laughs> I, I wear slip-ons. Uh, anyway. Exactly. And you still get that wrong. Okay, just move on. What, what else do we got to navigate through okay. as far as the latest boating news and information? So, uh, by now, everybody's familiar with joystick controls. Um, big fan yep uh yes and no uh i've said my piece about that type of technology on previous shows 
that they have their pluses, they have their minuses. I think that they're a great aid to have, but I think you still need to know how to maneuver your boat without the use of a joystick, just in case. Uh, plus, it's a great skill to, to to have to be able to practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Mercury announced they have introduced joystick piloting for single outboard pontoons. Unbelievable! I know. And <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Do you, wait, do you hear how this thing uh, how this thing operates? Uh, so, the way that this works is it's got basically what looks like two trolling motors that deploy uh, and then with the use of the joystick they'll position those drop down thrusters I call them trolling motors because that's really what they look like uh, and in conjunction with the outboard engine will maneuver that boat um, with the joystick control Okay. So these come out the side uh, towards the bow of the pontoon boat, or towards they, the they, they, they thrusters, are, they, right? Okay, yeah. hold, hold. Okay. okay, one at a time. Yes, and Greg, you are not allowed to speak. <laughs> really? So really, really? Nope, nope. Wrong. Don't start. No, nope, there we go. So they are mount. <laughs> let's say on a standard pontoon up yeah. towards the bow. Mm-hmm. Right. They're mounted to the underside of the deck of the platform. Oh, okay. okay. And it's basically they tuck away, they they drop down uh, electronically, mm-hmm. and then you would engage them. And then when you're done, they would raise back up and stow away. Oh, so you got uh, two sets of motors to go bad: one to raise and lower them, and then one for the motors themselves. All right, I just I, I'm I'm flabbergasted. I can't believe someone would need joystick control for a pontoon boat. Well, they they they've had. <laughs> joystick control for single outboards for about the past i want to say almost two years and i questioned i mean what at that point why wouldn't you just either a learn how to maneuver your boat without the use of um you know uh, that type of device or get a bow thruster uh, the thing that you have to remember about these type of units when we get into uh, these drop-down units or the uh, the joystick piloting, it takes it requires it's it's a much larger battery draw on the system. So, with the newer boats, what we've seen happen is you know coming out of the manufacturing plants, not every boat goes out with batteries. Some dealers want to install their own, uh, and there's kind of there's a minimum size at this point. It's probably about a group twenty-seven, although I'd say. Really, Group 31 is where you want to be at, um, and probably a dual-purpose battery at that. But the more that you use these devices, the bigger the drain to draw on that battery system. And then for boats that are set up with ACRs, automatic charging relays, which kind of take the place, they direct the charge back to the batteries. But if your batteries drop below 9.5 volts, it's going to lock that ACR out and won't allow your batteries to achieve full charge again, then you wind up with customers that are calling because their batteries have gone dead, or they get so dependent upon this joystick that they use, they think it's the greatest thing in the world, and they're going through the marina with it. Look, my boat goes <laughs> sideways. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can spin it yeah. around. 
phone. But your charging system. Slalom course. I can do it. Yes. Well, your, your, your charging system's not going to keep up with that unless you really take it for a ride. You, yes. Um, it, it's something that you have to bear in mind is there's a draw. And again, the engine's running while you're using these. But again, it's such a huge shot on a lot of boat manufacturers. They dedicate one battery and one battery alone to say like a bow thruster just because they know the draw if it's tied into the house battery system or the cranking battery system there's such a draw that even the engines have got such a the tolerance is so small now to where if it sees an electrical drop below a certain level because of electronic steering the ecms fuel injection all that it then sends a fault and then you get a warning on your drill you could lose loss of steering it really is important to realize how these units work and they are not they're not meant to drive the boat which we have more and more customers more and more boaters out there that do that without there's there's people especially if you're in a low coastal area that you can't get your outdrive down or drop drop your even your outboard engine down enough to uh, get underway they're using the bow thrusters to maneuver the boat to get out into deeper water. And by then, your batteries are drawn down so far, engine won't start. Hmm. So I was, I was just, so an electrical steering system, mm-hmm. if that fails, that's it. Your engine's not turning. What about with hydraulic systems? If they fail, there's absolutely, you know how on a, on a car, if your power steering pump failed, you would still be able to turn, you know, the wheels. At least on older if, cars. If, if, you, if you are strictly hydraulic, yeah, not a moving cable. If okay. you're if you're if you're strictly hydraulic or uh, electronic, mm-hmm. you're done. Oh boy. Okay, so, but uh, Mercury, a- who's who's uh, put out this system, I mean, they feel comfortable enough to to do this. Oh I yeah, guess, I mean, right? look, if it's if it's new and it, it, again, if we've said it before, if you can make docking a boat fun and enjoyable you take probably the biggest impediment to people getting into boating you take that out of the equation yep um because even getting away from a dock people are for the most part they can get in they can turn the key they can get underway people push them off from the dock they they get their their boat hook they push themselves away what have you they know how to play a video game and and grab a joystick and go yeah. Coming coming in at the end of the day when everybody's hot and tired and the dock is full and the ramp is full and, and boats are yelling. trying to get into yep. their slips. Um when you can just at the touch of a joystick, you know, bring your boat in like a champ, it takes all the fear and worry and the stress out of that. Not only are you saving countless marriages and or mm-hmm. relationships, <laughs> but you're keeping your boat from getting damaged. Right. Yeah. So that's good. So <laughs> it, it is good. I just think i and i think mike may kind of be along this line as well and barry that we get a little too dependent upon it and really on a single engine application yeah you know um uh mm-hmm. pontoon boats are they've got a bit of freeboard there it's kind of like a, a a good type of sail on the water the hulls you know you've got uh two pontoons or you've got a tritune they really don't move laterally very well Right. Um, but no, actually, laterally, there's so little, um, free, there's so little depth 
that with the height of in, in the pontoon boats with their as you said they act as the sail so they'll go sideways with the slightest wind sometimes well yeah and you don't want that to happen when you're trying to dock sometimes uh so you gotta be aware of it. all right more coming up on the world of boating you're listening to the world of boating radio network do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast we welcome to this huge yacht nick's standing there all sexy ladies ahoy ahoy <laughs> check this place out I've been on a boat bigger than this. We go boating a lot in Florida. I'm a boater. I'm experienced. And I look great on a yacht. Hey, boy with a boater. Look at what you did. You made my heart go like a motor. And I'd like to take you out. Maybe give me a shout sometime. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate. Captain Patrick, Barry, the boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew. Okay, joystick, uh, joystick controls on your boat. Uh, yeah, they're you know becoming more mainstream. I think they're the future. Even though Patrick seems to think it's going to dumb down boating and just create more problems than it's worth, but uh, I don't know. I don't think we're going to avoid it. It's it's the you know uh, the the kids coming up today. This is what they're used to. They want they want something easy, something okay, similar what, what, to playing an Xbox or something. And and you know and so the manufacturers are stepping up. 
Like when that. I do deliver, when I do deliveries and training, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, joystick is there. It, it, it's yeah, you the joystick gonna, is, is your friend. This yeah. is how you're going to use it. But I also teach how to maneuver the boat using the twin binnacle because if that unit ever fails, mm-hmm. you're going to want to know how to maneuver this boat. And I I teach and ask customers that look every time that you go out. It should be an opportunity for you to practice a skill, whether it's navigation, whether it's boat handling. If you're not, you're if you're just going out and setting the autopilot and you know away you go and you're having cocktails, it's hmm. kind of a missed opportunity. You know, you should always be taking that opportunity to brush up on a skill or learn something new about your boat, whether it be maneuverability, systems operation, uh, thing along things along that line. That's so, uh, just being a good responsible boater. Well, yeah. Yeah. What happens if you're out on someone else's boat and they don't have that technology? They have the older. Don't forget the oar. (laughs) Oar. Yeah. Yeah, Bring an oar with you. Seriously, if you had to fill in for someone, uh, if something, if you were on Mike's boat Mm -hmm. and something happened to him, he had a bad shrimp or something, and he was tossing his cookies over the side, and you had to take the helm. Uh, We're screwed. I think. Not going to happen. Mike's Mike's boat is set up with biometric eye scan. Oh, okay. um, well, and you would actually have to take his his passed out body and get his head up towards the eye scanner in order for it to uh, recognize and let you take control. Well, at least we, we know that. what to do. It, there it, you go. And you know he's kidding because this boat is basically World War II technology. Uh, there's no, there's uh, none of that advanced stuff. The on best technology about. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick's thought about this way too much. <laughs> like no, I was trying to keep people from going and hopping on Mike's boat and steal oh, okay. it. But, you know, yeah. all right, Mike, yeah, you know, he has whatever. all the latest tech. <laughs> right. Okay. No, my boat's got World War II technology. Come on board. Yeah. Well, it's it's got modern navigation and autopilot and all that stuff. But, you know, from a mechanical standpoint and, you know, from a control standpoint, it's got, you know, split controls for the gears and the throttles. And, yeah. You know, it's basically, you know, you, you basically drive it like it's a World War II destroyer, basically. Uh, he's old school, and that's fine. Well, remember, the electronics, he has to let the tubes warm up for 30 seconds before it's ready to go. I don't think that's accurate. <laughs> but uh, um, Hey, Greg, yeah. um, moving on to some news that uh, will excite you because it hmm. has to do with uh, cruise ships and reality TV. All right, let's go. Uh, a cruise ship that was supposed to dock in Miami has instead sailed oh, to the Bahamas. Yes. Why? Why? Because it's it was being repossessed. I saw that no, story. No, it was it not, not being repossessed. repossessed. It was... They well, they didn't pay their arrest. fuel bill. Right. Yes, they, they did were, not pay their fuel bill. A $4 million yeah. fuel bill. All right. They so were they, they were going... They had a, a warrant for its arrest. I don't feel okay. so bad now. $4 million for fuel? I thought, yeah. you know... Yeah, right. I, you I, thought I you had a gas guzzler. Ago, I thought... Mm. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I right. was, you know, just shaking my head over 620 bucks and mm-hmm. 4 million. Yeah. 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 So, uh, They're having this whole bankruptcy issue. This, this was the, uh, crystal symphony, which was also the name of a girl I dated in high school. Yeah. Um, <laughs> currently, do- yeah, her parents were, you know, that hippie generation, um, mm. it's currently docked in, uh, Bimini. And some passengers were taken uh, by surprise, and they said, we all feel we were abducted by luxurious pirates. <laughs> okay, um, sure. There's somebody who has no idea what goes on in the world of pirates. 
Um, right. Because pirates and pirating is not luxurious. Actually, you know, they got off pretty uh, pretty easy because all they did, they got off in Bimini and then took the fast ferry back to the state. So they got them home yeah. uh, with not, without much uh, incident. There was another cruise ship story, however, where uh, one of their sister ships, same company, uh, they were on like a 35-day cruise and I think a week or 10 days into it. And they just dropped him off in, I don't know, where was it? Uh, Cozumel or someplace, some port. And said, eh, see ya. Wouldn't want to be ya, but we're not going anywhere. You got to get off the boat now. We're not doing the whole 35 days. See ya. Oh and they, actually, God. you know, they dropped him off in Aruba. That's what it was. Oh, wow. So at least it was a that nice might- port. <laughs> yeah. You're going to spend 10 days on the boat and then another 20 or whatever you prefer to, to do there in Aruba. So, How about just pay ago. your fuel bill? Well, yeah. there, there's that, but you know that's just bad management. There, how do you? How do you? Problem. Hey, uh, all right, sir. So, um, yeah, we got you all fueled up. Um, that'll be four million dollars. Is that cash or charge? I'll just put it on my tab. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You're not leaving. <laughs> do not untie that boat. Yeah. <laughs> Until you pay your fuel bill. Yeah. I don't well, understand how that happened. This wasn't one of the more mainstream cruise ships. Uh, it's Genting. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's casinos that own this uh, cruise line, I believe. Ah. And so there's some interesting, you know, financial backings. I that, guess uh, the slots up were to too them. loose. On yeah, something ship. was wrong. Hey, Mike, <laughs> how, how long could you run your boat on $4 million worth of fuel, Mike? Well, uh, see well at least until next Thursday, I think. <laughs> well, okay. I'm just going to give him a year or two, but maybe oh. i generous. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up with that. Till next time, remember, whether it's sail or motor, life, life, life is better as, as a motor. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.